CES Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. Citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount Plus. What's up, Duke fans? Welcome to the Devil's Den podcast. I'm your host, Josh Smith. We figured we would come back, got the boys back together, got Shoe and Raul with me. Um, most of y'all have probably seen this, but uh, Duke just recently dropped a scrimmage. So, you know, it's uh, it's preseason kind of here. We're getting amped up for the season. So we figured we'd come in and talk about it. Been a while since all of us have kind of been here. So a few developments. We've had a commit kind of come out of nowhere on his visit. Um, so I might butcher the name. Everyone seems to pronounce it differently. I'm going by Adam's article here as Con Knipple, uh, 16th player in the 2024 class, 6'5 wing out of Wisconsin, um, was originally thought that it might be kind of hard to prime away from over there, over the Big Ten country. So commits on his visit. It was already kind of considered that Darren Harris could be in contention for the top shooter in his class. I think Con's kind of overtaken that. Uh, I Y'all can correct me here. Maybe it was the EYBL, AAU, somewhere in there. I saw a number where he shot 47% from three. Yep. If that's for real, then to me, I don't I don't know if there could be a better shooter in the class. But you put him with Darren Harris and Isaiah Evans, and you have a ton of shooting coming in. The other big development is if you've been following this, Cooper Flagg recently just canceled his Kansas visit. So it appears to be down to Duke in Connecticut right now. Um, I think he's visiting next month, maybe CTC, but I think the CTC. official some somewhere running there. Um, so that will be kind of interesting to keep tabs on. Probably looking at maybe a fall signing. It sounds like if it's really just down to two schools, all the visits are going to be out. So that could be over with in the near future. A lot of us are excited about that. Pretty game-changing kind of guy there. Only other thing for intro-related stuff is Duke did have media availability. So if you haven't got a chance, you can listen to Coach Shire's press conference. Um, we have a lot of uh, audio and video interviews. If you go to the devilsden.com on YouTube, um, you can see individual player interviews with, I think, all the players. Uh, so that's up there as well. Football stuff over there as well, too. So make sure you check that out. All right, let's jump into it. We're going to talk about the scrimmage five on five here. Uh, one player noticeably missing, Mark Mitchell. Heard that he was just out for some precautionary stuff there. Don't anticipate anything to be kind of lingering. Should be good to go when it matters. Um, but just wanted to throw that out there. The team shifted a little bit, but I'll just go with what we start, what they started with, what we saw initially. White team consisted of Proctor, McCain, Shute, Sean Stewart, and Flip. Blue team had Roach, Blakes, Foster, Power, Young. And I did see Reeves come on the bench on that blue team. I don't know if I saw that again on the other side. I could be mixing them up because halfway through they did switch. They did switch there. So not too much to take away from that, I don't think. But let's jump into it. Just talk to me first here. Shu, I'll go to you first. Anything that stood out to you just in terms of play style, like pacing, what they were doing, just getting up and down. What, what, what did you take away from it? There's a lot of threes. 
Um, <laughs> I, you know, this might be the best three-point shooting team in Duke history. They were 14 for 14 in this video. I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> but, this was unedited, right? <laughs> yeah, Just yeah, like an eight-minute scrimmage? Yeah. <laughs> so, But all seriousness, uh, yeah, a lot of threes, uh, playing fast. Uh, didn't see a lot of, like, walking the ball up and, you know, playing a, a sluggish half-court offense. Um Spreading, spreading the floor, a lot of uh, dribble handoffs and high ball screens uh, around the top of the key, try to drive and kick it out. You saw TJ Power hit a couple threes from the corner. I saw uh, Foster hit a couple, McCain flip. I mean, <laughs> pretty much everybody was getting involved, uh, getting the ball up and, uh, and, and putting it in. So yeah. I, I liked what I saw, especially offensively. Didn't see a lot of defensive plays, but <laughs> sure, yeah. And even though it's it's edited, I think what you can't edit is quantity, right? So at least we're shooting a ton of threes. I'm sure we missed more than we saw in there, but at least the volume seems to be up. Um, roll that track with you. Anything else that you kind of took away, just in terms of play style? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say like what's going to translate and what won't because in scrimmage videos, the teams typically always play at a fast pace, but you definitely saw them taking more threes than I felt like they did in the similar videos last year. Uh, the other thing that jumped out to me was a lot of hitting the big man on the roll. Yeah. Um, I think I counted like six or seven times. And it makes sense to me because we've got like three bigs who are like really big guys and they can all catch the ball pretty well. Uh, and, you know, Reeves finishing is a work in progress, but he rolls hard. And then, of course, you've got Flip and Young there too. But that was something I think I complained about a little bit in the Coach K era was it seemed like with the screen, uh, with the pick and roll, there was never the kind of the intention to hit the big man. Yeah. That was never really the option. It was like to drive and kick or it was for the ball handler to score. Yeah. And so to see that was kind of nice too. And, and those bigs pass the ball well too. Yeah, exactly. You saw a lot of times that, you know, Ryan catches it or Flip catches it and it's not – an automatic look to score. It's kind of scan and see. Uh, I think Flip dropped one, dropped one off to Ryan, who was cutting down the baseline a couple of times. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, what I did like, and I'd love to have Geisinger on because he could really just like put this stuff into a much better context than I am. Um, we did a lot of like hitting the big early on the roll too. Now, one yep. was a roach turnover, but specifically with Young, um, w one thing I took away from this, and it was last year too, but if we can hit Young on some of these short rolls that can then turn into like a DHO for a McCain or a Foster coming off the other side, that's money. Like in terms of getting the defense to move. Um, he had a lot of good DHOs in this one too, especially one or two. And what I mean by that is when he catches it and he's able to dribble, handoff and seal and hit the screener, right? To set the screen. Um, if Flip could kind of borrow some of that off of Young, that would be huge too, right? Because Young puts a body on him. Um, Probably going to get called for a few moving screens here or there with that more than likely. But I love that in terms of just really shifting the defense side to side, using Young as kind of a um, kind of that nail like passer out if we need to. Uh, and it just keeps the defense up. Right. You can't really stay down too much. It keeps the lane open. Um, I yeah, love it seems like a lot of has to go ahead. I was just going to say, it seems like there's a lot of like actions into actions. I mm -hmm. mean, I think that's a theme that's kind of come up when we've had Brian on before. Yeah, a lot of these plays aren't designed necessarily for the original play to be the play that results in the score. It's yeah. like designed to get somebody in motion, which then flows into a screen, into a handoff, and then that's the shot. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, didn't see a whole lot of mid-range stuff here. Uh, you know, well, Roach, of course, is going to be that. Yeah, yeah, Jeremy's midi still elite. Roach there. And that what I was going to say, the only qualifier was that some of the guards still, I saw from Proctor once from Roach and even McCain. Now they were making them, um, but kind of getting too far, or getting in the lane, kind of picking up that dribble using that hot step. And then there's nowhere to go, right? There's yeah. nothing they can really do. Um, that's, you know, something that we'll continue to kind of look at and monitor, I think. But in terms of the space that we were able to have and put out there, that was the most impressive part. I hope we see something like this at CTC because the last few that I've really went and looked at has been just not great products in terms of just that, right? Like it used to just be way more of like a, not all-star game, but more of like an AAU up and down event, right? We're kind of having some fun here. Um, The last few years, it's kind of turned into like who can get the most stops or I don't know what the, what it was, but it just wasn't good to watch really. Um, but if we're yeah, playing there's a like balance, that, there's a balance yeah. there, right? Cause it's like, you don't want to be like, I don't know if you've ever watched UK's like, yeah, that's like, just, oh, yeah, that's a joke. Yeah, yeah, that's a joke. Yeah. Just off the backboard alley-oops right. and stuff. It's kind of like, okay, what are we doing here? Um, but in terms of what we're looking to do, it does look like we want to kind of play a little bit faster, which I like. I did notice that the half court offense looked a little rust, like you know, as expected, right? But it was a little shaky. Some of those mid range that we're talking about, um, you know, that's to to leave a little bit more to be desired there. But again, we don't have Mark here, so we don't know what kind of dynamic that does. Um, I I did though like that spacing was the priority. It looked like right, like space and pace. Um, get up and down, look to shoot the three early and often. Love the one where I think Proctor got it and ran out and found McCain and he just let it fly. Mm-hmm. Um, so the ball wasn't sticking. I think that was good. Flip only had one spin move and it looked great. It was tight. It wasn't yeah. wide. The dribble was compact. Like Flip looked phenomenal. We'll talk about him, you know, kind of specifically here in a second. But anything else that y'all took away in terms of play style? We hadn't talked much about defense. I didn't really see much there. Anything on that end that that you can pick apart? I mean, uh, Jalen Blakes was on the floor a couple. Yeah, times. he blew up a couple plays. Yep, yeah, Sean did too. Yep, shout out to those guys. Yeah, I, th- I think Sean almost took Proctor's leg off, so I was a little worried about that. Yeah, for chill a out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. Uh, but I like the hustle. Yeah, Blake's coming up with the high hand. Watch the eyes, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like most of the turnovers were just honestly avoidable mistakes. They weren't yeah. like great defense. It was like, you know, Roach had a couple bad passes uh, uh, early in the video. That was a little disappointing to see from a senior, but I don't know. It's like, I think Roach is kind of a known quantity at this point. We know what we're going to get from him. Yeah. And, you know, it did seem to slow a little bit. Now, I did notice there were some times where he was able to kind of kick the ball and, and get it moving. Um, but in terms of when he's on ball, I don't know what the pace is really going to look like at that yeah. point. Right. I mean, um, the only other thing I think that I would could to kind of pick apart a little bit is uh, we're going to have some turnovers again. You know, we're going to have some games where we have some turnovers, one, the pace that we're looking to play at. But anytime where you're like, and I'm not necessarily advocating against it, but like anytime you're doing a lot of those cross corner, like long corner three passes, you're asking to get picked off there a little bit. Um, you know, I'm thinking of a few times like Proctor's coming left off a screen and then going right corner instead of just looking for the short corner guy there. You know, I think that one or two that he did, we got threes out of it. So it mm-hmm. worked, but in a real game, you know, that's a pick six potentially. So there's some stuff there. Um, 
you know, if we're getting kind of nitpicky, and I think at this point on, on October 3rd, that's all <laughs> we can really do is just nitpick of 5v5, edited 5v5, right? So, um, well, if we don't have anything on that, let's let's take a short break and then we'll come back. And I want to dive into like some specific players and talk about a few other things here. Um, so we'll do that in just a second. All right, let's get back into it. Um, mentioned him earlier. I think man of the hour here. Let's talk about two hit flip. Looked great. Looked in shape. Um, the movement was pure. The shot looked phenomenal. Um, Roll. What? What would you, I know? You were kind of said that you were pretty impressed by him. So, what stood out to you, like in terms of just the recovery aspect? And is this a new flip for you, or are you just kind of seeing the same guy that we saw last year? No, I definitely think it's uh going to be a new flip. You already mentioned that spin move, but just his movement on drives from the perimeter, and then also especially him getting off the floor on those dunks when he like caught a pass from Ryan or whatever. It was just so quick and explosive in a way we didn't see last year. He was a little bit lumbering last year. And I just, you know, with the ignorance of not knowing about his hip situation, I just assumed that's how he played. Right. So it's nice to see this kind of new dimension to him. And if he was able to, you know, uh, score 16 points a game or whatever it was last year, I can only imagine what he's going to be able to do this year with his full speed. Yeah, especially turn and what that means defensively too, right? Yeah, exactly. If he's able to move better laterally, which is um, super important, of course. Oh, with for sure. Not having lively back there anymore, for right. sure. Um, the dunk you're talking about, I actually had to rewind it because I was like, "Whoa, who is that?" That kind of came through the lane and just kind of like punched yep. it over the top of his head. I was like, "Whoa!" And it was flipped, and I was like, "Okay." And he took it from the wing. He took it from the yeah. yeah it was it like just a came spin down pick and, and roll. Like, he backfilled yeah. in, got it, and I think TJ was coming up. You know, you got to respect this three point shot, and then you know switched it to his right hand, yeah. put his head down and went through the lane. And But yeah. that's what you want to see, right? I'm not sure. trying to take shots at TJ here, but they're on yeah. the other side. When he had that spin move, he saw TJ there and just put it, put him in the rim. You know, I was like, yep. you can't, you know. Um, but to be fair, TJ should not be able to guard flip, right? Like that would right. be really bad if he was shutting foot down. <laughs> but ahead, flip, I was just going to say flip might see a little bit of a target there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, just based on what we've seen and the limited evidence of TJ's defense hasn't looked particularly great in any of these videos i think there's anything that keeps him off the floor it's going to be that yeah Yeah, especially if you're asking him to guard the three or somebody like that you know that the shot looks good um yeah i just don't think that he's going to be able to handle that matchup very well and you know it wasn't just him i liked a lot of what i saw from shoot too but defensively he got lost in there a few times right he was supposed to kind of come up and body Reeves and Reeves, out. Yeah, Reeves gets yeah, the dunk. Yeah. Um, you know, it happens. Uh, Foster had them, had him on skates a couple of times. So it's, you know, it, it's hard to know like what, what translate there is Foster and these guys just that good. Or we got every week over here. What's that going to look like? I don't know. Um, shoot anything just regarding flip, just cause he's kind of the man of the hour here. Um, did that look like an all American to you? I mean, dude, anything he got around the rim, he dunked. I love that. Yeah. You know, um, shot looked good. You know, he hit probably two or three threes in this segment of, you know, eight minutes that we watched, but probably had three or four other dunks. Um, Yeah, I mean, and it didn't seem like he forced anything. You know, it didn't seem like he was trying to do too much. So uh, hopefully everything goes well and we keep him healthy all year, knock on wood. I liked what I saw. Yeah, I actually thought the passing was maybe some of the most impressive parts of it, right? Because this is a guy that could have went watery probably right like could have easily you could see that happening last year comes back um probably a lot of maybe not 
I don't want to speak for him, but if it was me, there'd be like an expectation of like, I'm going to be the alpha, right? Like I got to be this guy. I got to take what I did last year and have this even better season. Um, but what I saw is like, man, some of those short corner passes he was doing that little just like way off to Ryan Young to get to the, like, that's what I want a flip. And we saw that early last year and it kind of like went away a little bit, like earlier in the season last year, him and Proctor had some really nice, just like give and goes mm-hmm. and just kind of like pick and pop stuff. I'd love to get back to that a little bit if we could, but yeah, I thought I thought Flip looked great. Looked like he was in excellent shape. Looked like he's kind of trimmed up a little bit. Maybe trimmed some of the baby fat up a little bit. You know, looks looked lean. Um, so you know, we're we're going to need him to be pretty durable back there. So you know, that's that's probably. I didn't a good see sign. him get punched the once in this video either. <laughs> yeah, neck look neck look strong. <laughs> you know, <laughs> strong neck. Um, yeah, I got a strong <laughs> neck over there. So uh, need that to need that to translate, but. Um, Let's talk about the backcourt because I think that's probably where we have the most depth. Um, looking at this, I mean, you got you got three guys that are for sure gonna play. You got five that I think could play. Um, talking to Proctor, McCain, Foster, Shoot, Blake's or six, and Roach. I didn't put Roach on there, right? Like that's six guys basically. Um, all kind of vying for minutes. Where do y'all see this kind of, at some point, something's got to give, right? At some point, like the cream's going to rise. We get that. Um, I don't really see a situation though, where we go less than four of those guys getting major minutes. Is that track with y'all? I mean, what do y'all make of this backcourt rotation here? Yeah. I mean, I think four is the minimal, you know, Roach, Proctor, McCain and Foster. Um, You know, if a guy's having a bad night, struggling, whatever, maybe, you know, Maybe shoot comes in, gets a couple minutes here and there to see what he can do. But I think we talked about this in our chat. Like he has to be ready to to shoot the ball. You know, yeah. that was like our thing with Joey Baker. Like that's your role. I don't want to see you pump fake and pass it. Like let it fly. So, mm-hmm. um, and then Blake's. You know, I think that'll be maybe a matchup thing. Like if we somebody's got a really strong guard that we need to just kind of have somebody hound them. Uh, you know, he's really great for that. So. Because uh, we didn't see a lot of offense from Blake's in this video, um, which, you know, that's no knock on him. That's just not his, his really right. a strong suit, right? So uh, I think those two guys are kind of on the outside looking in. I think the other four are definitely going to play. Um, you know, Roach, I think there was, I don't know if you guys watched like the shot clock as we were shooting, how many times we were shooting with, you know, 10 seconds on the shot clock. But I only noticed one time that the clock was expiring and that was the one that Roach kind of, Came off and kind of leaned in. It looked like it was a three, but he might have had his foot on the line to score. So I have imagined that he's going to be that guy that we kind of look at late clock to to get a shot off because we know that mid range that he can get to it. You know. Yeah. Did I check with you, Ro? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I feel like the way I see it, um, they all kind of have different strengths. Like there is some overlap there, but you got Proctor kind of as the the pure point guard, ball handler. He's obviously a great defender as well. Um, and then you've got Roach, like a Shu just said, as the late shot clock guy. Then you've got Foster, who's like, he can shoot, but he's kind of like an aggressive attacker is what I've noticed from him. Mm-hmm. Like, he really likes to drive the ball. Mm-hmm. And then you've got McCain, who's like, he just really plays within the flow. And then he's, I think he's going to be our best shooter. Yeah. Just judging by that form, man, that form is perfect. He has it's that wide nice, stance. strong base. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, trunk down there, right? Like the yeah. girth, the acreage, I think, to use the greatest ball talk. Um, I like to me watching that, 
makes me want to see Blake's out there a little bit in those three guard lineups. Like last year, having him at the two or putting him at the one, I think is kind of a disaster a little bit, right? Like having him be the primary guy, but like this dude can guard threes. And if he's your, if you slide him down, or we were all about like, if you slide him down, you negate a little bit of the offensive concern, right? You can kind of hide him a little bit, stash him over here. But if you need someone to, to jump a passing lane and be able to get the ball down the court. Like Blake's likes to play fast. Mm-hmm. And I think he played really well last year when we were playing fast. Um, and if this team wants to improve upon that and really get out and go, we're probably looking at a little bit of a deeper rotation, right? Like maybe not like 98 deep, but I would think that, you know, if you want to really get up and down, then you got to be able to sub. Um, and, you know, Blake's had, what, back-to-back 17-point games last year in yep. conference play. Like yep. So, you know, he's a guy that's been around for a while. Um, I think it's good problems to have. Like, if you need to just – you know, I'm not calling anybody out, but let's say, like, you know, Proctor or Roach is, you know, we took tonight off. You know, we're, we're, we're playing Virginia Tech or we're playing, you know, who at Georgia Tech and we're just kind of taking – you throw Blake's in there and that dude's going to get after it, right? He's instantly going to change the energy. So it's nice to have those kind of guys. Well, if you get in a hole – like, uh, you know, I'm thinking of like the 2019 Louisville game yeah. where we went to like the high pressure scheme. I could see rolling something very similar out there because we've got guards that are look to be really good on defense and have a lot of length. So if you're throwing something like uh, just situationally, you're throwing something like Proctor, Foster, Blakes, Mitchell and Stewart out there. Something like that could really pressure the ball. Yeah. Or yeah obviously, maybe the scoring lineup. might be, you know, a little bit of an issue with that. But yeah. But if you're really like, you could maybe do like Proctor McCain, Foster Blake's flip or something yeah. crazy, you know, and just really say, hey, we're going to hound these guys. Um, because I know Duke fans are all like somehow like hell bent on size these days. But in college, there's just not that many teams that can punish you that way. Right. But there's a lot of teams out there that can spread you out and put four guards on the floor and ride that to a title, you know, like or or really cause um cause significant issues. Yeah, look at you. the final four last year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, and so those teams are dangerous. And so being able to be able to match up, I think is gonna be gonna be a strength. I think it's interesting to see kind of what Roach his role is going to be in this, right? Because Proctor's named a captain now too. So you have Proctor Roach and Ryan Young. Um, that's two backcourt guys right there. So that that's a little interesting to see. Is it going to be like last year? Um, is it going to be a little bit more kind of, okay, Proctor, you're the point guard and everyone else kind of figure it out as the off-ball guard? I don't know. I think it could be a little bit interchangeable, um, but will kind of be interesting to monitor kind of what that, I'm I'm someone that values having a guy that like they know that they're the guy, right? Like I'm the guy that's going to get us into our stuff. I'm the guy that's going to like call our sets, get us going. Um, you know, I mean, I guess you could argue that it doesn't have to be a single guy, but I kind of like the pecking order to be somewhat established in that regard. But you know, we'll see, we'll see. But uh, I mean, the way I see it, there's like Proctor, Mitchell, and Flip are just like the locks to me. Yeah, yeah. And then everything else is just a little bit up in the air. Yeah. And I think those other ones could fluctuate. Right. Like yep. I, I think we could see some different guys. McCain start a few games. Foster might start a few games. Um, I expect Roach to start the majority uh, based oh, yeah, of right sure. now, but like Ryan Young's probably going to start a game or two here or there, right? Might start the season. Um, you know, not to spoil the next segment here, but Sean Stewart could be a guy that factors in there somewhere, you know, maybe 
maybe power. We saw, we heard the same stuff about Flip last season, and then look what he did. Don't think power is going to quite do that because he's not seven one or seven foot, but we never know. But either way, let's jump into this next segment here. So just kind of, you know, we've talked about all these guys already, but who impressed y'all from this the most? And it could be like who you think was the best or just someone that maybe flaws under the radar a little bit. Um, she let me go to you first for this one. Who was the guy that kind of that you were like, ooh, this, this dude can play. This dude's a baller. I'm going to go with my kid from uh, right here down the street in Harrisburg, North Carolina. That'd be uh, Caleb Foster. I thought he was just phenomenal at attacking the basket, scoring from pretty much anywhere. He hit a couple threes, a couple nice little mid-range shots, getting to the, all the way to the basket. Um, I think he's just kind of, I don't say like Nolan Smith, like that kind of combo guard, like just wired to kind of score. Um, obviously, like senior level Nolan was on a whole different level, but I just like what I saw from him, his aggressiveness. I think he was, didn't seem like he was scared to try to, you know, the, there was the one move, the drive where he, he was going by flip. He kind of lost the ball, but gathered it back and, and finished like scoop left handed. And he's a big guard. I think there was a couple times that he used his body to kind of get all away from shoot. Or uh, I think he might have bodied McCain for a layup once or twice. So, um, yeah, just like what I saw from from him, the aggressiveness. He looks huge. Yeah. looks huge to me, right? Like, yeah, that's what impressed just... me the most about him was the strength. Yeah. Like, he, uh, I think that the play you might be thinking of, he bumps McCain back and gets off a mid-range shot. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the shoulders to me, right? It's like this upper body, like shoulder that he, with the wingspan that you put on that is is impressive. Um, and he, he was taking some of those step backs. I think he missed one of the mid-range ones, but I yeah. think he hit one or two of those yeah. threes. Tough shots. So, yeah. so those are tough shots, right? Those are big time shots. Form um, looks good. Yeah, yeah, it does. The release looks good. Shot looks good. Um, and, if, and if they have to play him for that, that's really going to open up him to be able to drive because... Uh, there should be a ton of space, ton of space out there. Um, all right, Roel, who do you got? Who are you going with? We got Foster from Shu. Well, that was my original pick, was what, which is why I jumped in there so quickly. But uh, I don't know. I guess I got to go with uh, your guy, Jared McCain. Um, okay. I was going to uh, mention Flip, but we already talked a bunch about him. So, yeah. With McCain, I already mentioned the wide base on his shot, but I just love how he plays so much within the flow of the offense like uh as good as foster was and as good as you know roach can look they seem like they might be a little bit more of ball stoppers yeah i know we discussed this offline already but uh mccain just doesn't seem like he's gonna force anything he seems like the kind of guy who will just catch and either shoot it or attack a closeout and then if the lane's not open he's just gonna make the pass yeah yeah a lot of poise lets the game come to him yeah, I love a guard like that too. That's like secure in what he's doing. That like I can give this up and go get it back, right? Like I can give like me giving it up is the best move right now. Yep. And when he gives it up, he's not stagnant, right? Like as soon as him and Proctor had that, like he was giving it to Proctor, and then boom, he's circling out, right? He's like like that. I know we've talked about it a lot, and everyone says it, but like that's the piece that separates Steph from so many other guys, right? Remove the like historic shooting, remove that, just the ability to say, I can get rid of the ball and that's like, and get what I need from it. Right. Like that's such a huge piece to have. Um, 
And we haven't had that in a long time. We've recruited a lot of guards, a lot ISO of athletic balls. guards, but they need the ball in their hand, right? Yeah. And that's we play a lot of ISO. So this is right. this refreshing to see sharing of the ball, I guess. You and, know, and what to give do it with up, yourself when you don't have it, yeah. right? Like what to do with yourself. Cause that's the thing. Either guards, they don't know what to do or they just go stand in the corner, right? Mm. Well, that's not doing anything. You know, that's not really doing much. Proctor's um, another guy who moves too. Yeah. Like when yeah. he doesn't have the ball. Yeah, those two together. I loved watching them two on the same team because their movement was just really crisp. Even got the um, same hair. Yeah, the same <laughs> hair. Again, let's bring that as the new starting five. I like that suggestion. Um, Foster used to have some pretty big hair. Maybe he'll bring his back. We'll yep. see. Um, we'll see what we got out there. I'm going a little off script just because I didn't really know what to expect from this guy. I wasn't really sure kind of what position he he was, but. I really liked what I saw out of Sean Stewart in this. And now I know Mark Mitchell's not playing. So that's a big factor in terms of what he was able to do. Had some nice finishes, was super active, was on the floor, diving around a little bit. Um, his offensive IQ and like knowing where to be and what to do was like impressed me. Like that was where I was like, well, where is he going to be? Like, you're going to put him like at the nail. You're going to put him in the short corner. He can't really stretch to the three-point line. But his activity level, if you're that active, especially defensively, um, and he had some nice finishes. I don't know if y'all were noted. He had some yeah, a he few little one like, on the fast breaks with had Foster, on the, on the break. like basically on his, you know, yeah. underneath him. Yeah, was that the yeah. one that was kind of like almost a euro step a little bit? Yeah, 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 yeah I like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Like made Foster turn because Foster thought he was going to pass it the way he yeah. kind of picked it up over his head, euro stepped, and then just you know, that's impressive for a guy to do. You know, at that that size, catching it on the break, and you know, we've had some guys that size that would literally take two steps and travel before they dunk it. Mm, yep. And not just not watch. to name names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually just watched that game the other day for the yeah, Kentucky. Game. That was uh that was a little brutal. <laughs> that was pretty brutal on that. Um and also you throw in that Stewart just just broke the record for the vert, right? So he yeah. just broke Zion's Stand, the thing standing, standing, standing vert. Yeah, yeah right. standing vert. Which still that's a now just, if if that's for real I don't really care if you're only six seven, bro. Like I think he's listed as six eight or six nine, right? But like if you're not, like if you got that, like we're good. You know, if you can jump, do it like that. If you're that athletic and you're that active. Well, we saw one of the clips from like just uh you know, three on threes and stuff they were playing earlier this summer where he, he blocked a shot that I don't know if it's even landed yet. I mean, he mm-hmm. was, he got way out there and smashed it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to see in some of the non-flip minutes of just like Sean Stewart as a small ball five, just really Yeah, that's what's so intriguing about him. Yeah. Is like that that combination of like nimbleness and strength. You just, Mm -hmm. that's hard to find in a big man. Yeah. And that's where you could really throw some like interesting. So let's say you have like a Proctor Roach or Proctor McCain, Foster Mitchell Stewart lineup where you're just super long on the wings. Um, a lot of versatility could switch anything if you needed to. Like, gets interesting. It gets interesting there. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what continues to happen. I think uh, the season's starting to kind of at least come into the peripheral a little bit. It's not this like foreign object anymore. We're getting closer. Um, schedule has been kind of released. We'll do a bigger deep dive on that, like in terms of just our previews and everything else. Um, anything that was not said yet regarding like the scrimmage, the season, the guys that we haven't touched on that anybody would need to shout out, anybody we left out. 
Not really. Just eager for uh, Mitchell to be back and to kind of see how that affects things. Uh, yeah. Because that's really the position that's, you know, one of the most locked up just because you've got these like six guards that could all theoretically get minutes. But I just think Mitchell is like just several steps ahead of shoot or power. Right. So, yeah, I think that it's kind of makes it almost a little bit hard to take too much away from this just without him there because he's going to be playing such major minutes. Yeah. I think before, and we'll get out of here, just my last little question is all offseason, I think not just for us, but just Duke fans in general, it's like, who's that fifth starter, right? Assuming that it's Roach and the three sophomores. Um, I don't know if I saw anything here to where I could really separate McCain and Foster. I think I've always liked McCain maybe as that sixth guy, but maybe I've a slightly one A to McCain just because of him and what him and Proctor were doing. Um, that's going to be interesting, though. It's a great problem to have six or seven guys that could start. But or is it Ryan Young and we go three, four, five? And when we go back, that would be, you know, that would contradict like literally everything that's been said all <laughs> offseason, right? About playing faster and small ball five and flip, you know. But um, I think we'll see some of that, though, at some point, yeah, probably. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll start the year that way. I don't know. That, that's, I mean, if I was probably anticipating, and unless, you know, Foster and McCain, one of these guys have really just shown out and, you know, these what we've had maybe five or 10 practices, full practices now. Um, I think that you, you got to earn it, kind of kind of got to come in and earn it. So Ryan's been there and, and done his thing. So maybe he starts out with the nod and kind of slowly moves back. But yeah, he's still going to get his minutes. He's still valuable. You know, what he did last year, what did he lead the nation and like rebound the offensive rebound percentage? Like who was up there, right? Close Top, to it, yeah. Yeah. yeah was uh, one of the most efficient players in the country too. Yep. You know, I don't think it would, I don't want to do that all year, but I don't think it would look as bad as it did last year, simply because you don't have Proctor shooting 2%, yeah, hopefully. hopefully. Yeah, yeah hopefully. and then you've got like another, you've got, you, you just got better shooting out there overall. So I think yeah. it would uh, look a little bit smoother. I wouldn't be opposed to doing it like, you know, 10, 15 minutes a game, but don't yeah. want to see a lot more than that because we just got too many good guards. Yeah. yeah, and it could be one of those things where it's like we start that first TV right. timeout. You're putting in McCain Foster, and those two guys are both getting more minutes than Ryan is. But yep. it's just kind of this like mentality of like, hey, you still got to earn this, right? You still got to come and and take his spot. Um, and that's not anything against Ryan. I just think Ryan's the perfect guy to be able to handle that role and it not affect what he does. You know, yep. with younger guys, you get a little bit more concerned in terms of just the psychological aspect of it. But um, you know, either way, but all right, well, let's go ahead and we'll get out of here. Um, I know I said in one of our older ones, and I think we still might do this. We might rerun the Shire pod at some point, but we got another few guests kind of lined up. And as we get closer to the season, we'll do our um, kind of our numbers game, our deep dive, do some predictions, kind of preview everything. And then once we get right back up here, probably back to like one to two a week doing some of these reactions and jumping into that. So um, exciting time. Looking forward to it. Uh, if you haven't seen yet, too, the Devil's Den has a site go or a site sale right now. Where if you're not a member, you're not a VIP, you can register and subscribe for a dollar right now. So if you want to check it out, you want to kind of just see what's going on over there. Um, highly recommend that thedevilsden.com. Again, check out the YouTube at thedevilsden.com over there as well. Rate, review, subscribe. You can email us at thedevilsdenpod at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at devilsdenpod two four seven. 
Um, and you know, as always, it's getting cold out there. Bundle up to keep the faces strong and the verve high. Go do. It.